Thank you, Lord. Welcome, 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 Holy Spirit. Just stay right there, worship team, until I get, if I feel like something different, I'll tell you to, to go. I hope you guys are okay. Listen, I believe that God has been speaking to us about our core expressions, and you know, God is doing something new. And, I, and this whole time I've been listening to the Lord and I felt like the Lord spoke to me actually on Wednesday. We were having our prophetic class and our prophetic training. How many were at the training on and God just broke in and broke out. And he said, Malik, this is part of what I want you to value as a church because I believe that praise changes the atmosphere. Amen. Come on, somebody. Praise changes the atmosphere. Is anybody here this morning? Praise changes the atmosphere. Amen. Amen. The devil hates your praise. Amen. The devil hates your praise. Why? Because God enthrones. He sits and he inhabits. He lives in. Not just coming to visit, but as you build him a throne, God begins to live inside of your praise. Glory to God. And so the Bible says this in Psalms 100. Make a joyful noise. It didn't say make a, don't be on, it didn't say anything about tempo, it didn't say anything about, you know, pitch, it didn't say anything about tone, it just said make a noise, amen, and make sure it's joyful. Do I have any joyful noise makers in the house that'll make a joyful noise unto the Lord, amen, amen, hallelujah, Jesus, come on, (laughs) it says make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands, serve the Lord with gladness, come before his presence with la, 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 la come to his presence with singing somebody say hallelujah 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 we sing hallelujah hallelujah and then it says this it says know ye that the lord he is god it is he that has made us and not ourselves for we are his people and the sheep of his pasture enter his gates with thanksgiving into his courts with praise amen weren't we talking about the courts amen we're entering in somebody said we're entering in and whenever we talk about praise you can't praise and stay in depression you can't praise and stay in lack because praise is the language of entering in when we praise the Lord, when we exalt him, we come out and we go in. Somebody say, I'm going all the way in. And I want to tell you, Jesus didn't bring you all the way out to leave you there. He brought you all the way out so he can bring you all the way in. And many times we stand at the courts, we stand at the gates, and the devil tries to accuse us and throw shame and guilt or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I want to tell you that God says that when you begin to praise, you begin to take yourself into the places that he has for you. I'm going all the way in. How about you? How about that? Catch me outside. Okay. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. I believe that God is calling relentless to begin to value praise in a whole nother way. Culture is sustained by the values that it adheres to. So what you value is what you will manifest. Amen. And so praise, I believe, is a reflection. We talked about this last week when, it, when David said, Oh, soul, my soul, why are you cast down within me? Then he spoke to himself and he said, Hope in God, for I will yet praise him. So praise is also, you can say, a, a reflection of hope. And that when we're, when we're a people of hope, when we're people of expectation and confidence in our God, guess what? We're people of praise. And that's why the enemy tries to rob you of your hope. He tries to rob you and cause you to be hopeless and heavy. But I'm here to tell you today that God is saying, I'm giving my people their praise back. Amen. You're going to praise your way into hope. You're going to praise your way into into abundance. You're going to praise your way into the presence of God. Come into his presence with singing. 
I wish I had some singers out there. I wish I had some people who weren't waiting for the worship team to lead them in a song. I wish that some people would realize that you're an instrument of the Lord and he wants to play you. He wants to pluck the chords of your heart. He wants to beat on the drums of your life. Amen. La, 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 la. La, da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. Listen, the Bible says this, praise is the word hallel. Somebody say hallel. And it means to make boasts. We got any boasters in here? Boasting in the Lord, boasting in his goodness. It says it means to celebrate, to commend, to deal. I love this one, foolish glory. It doesn't make sense. When David came back with the presence of God, he did so wildly. He came out of his clothes. Glory to God. It's foolish. And some of you looking at me when I'm dancing up here and you say, look at how foolish Pastor Malik looks. But I want to tell you, I'm going to become even more undignified than this. Amen. Because when I'm praising, the demon is shaking. When I'm dancing around and chopping my hands up, demons are flying every which way. When I'm praising and dancing, I'm acquiring and taking and possessing land. Glory to God. When I'm running in place, I'm running in the spirit. Glory to God. You might not see it right now, but I'm telling you, it's in my future and it looks a lot better than I do right now. Somebody needs to get this thing today because God is bringing you to a whole new level of praise. Thank you, Virginia. <laughs> Listen, Amos 9, 11, 12 says in that day, somebody say in that day, we're living in that day. He says, I'm going to raise up and restore the fallen uh, tabernacle of David and wall up its breaches in the city walls. Also raise up and restore its ruins and rebuild it as it was in the days of old, that they may possess the remnant of Edom, ancient em- enemies, and all the nations that are called by my name, says the Lord. Now listen, in Acts, Paul goes on to say it and re- say it back and says, after this, we're uh, quoting this. He says, after this, I will return and will rebuild the tabernacle of David. This is important to know that we're in a season where God is rebuilding the tabernacle of David in our generation, which has fallen down. He said, I will rebuild its ruins and I will set it up so that the rest of mankind may seek the Lord. Even the Gentiles who are called by my name, says the Lord, who does all these things. So listen, God is restoring uh, to the church the truths and the practice of the tabernacle of David where continuous singing and praises were offered before the presence of God. I don't hear anybody out there, but that's okay. God is restoring continuous singing. Not just a good song set. Come on, not just a, you know, you got to keep pushing repeat. God is doing something new and he's doing it in you. Somebody say, I will bless the Lord at all times. How many times? All times. And his praise will what? Continually. Somebody say continually. Continually. Many times we give up before our breakthrough. And God is saying continually. Continuous praise. Continuous worship. Continuous glory. Continuous prayer. Glory to God. You guys okay? Just stay. I'm feeling you. Just stay there. You can switch it up however you want. You can flow however you want. Listen to this. So David's. All right. Let's let's put it like this. David's. What was, why is God building up David's tabernacle and not why Solomon's temple or why not Moses? Because I want to say this, David's tabernacle had no veil. And so that is a picture of who we are right now. We, Jesus has ripped the veil. The veil is no more. We have access. Somebody say access. Come on, you have access to the father. 
There is no wall. Amen. There is no barrier. Even if the enemy, I'm telling you, when the enemy, you feel like you got a wall in front of you, that's a lying spirit. Amen. And you need to tell that lying spirit to go because there is no barrier between me and Jesus. There is no barrier between me and the things of God. Glory to God. Okay. So David's tabernacle had no veil. It was a picture of the New Testament worshiper. It was a picture of the New Testament. Glory to God. David was a reformer. And I believe that this church is full of reformers. When I saw the people that came up, even if you stayed in your seat, I know that God has called us to bring reformation to this region. And my God, I'm not going to go to 50 conferences to tell me how to be a reformer. I'm going to pray in the spirit. I'm going to get in the glory of God. And God's going to reveal to us. I was talking to Judah. So good to see you, Judah and Crystal, together together here. Uh, so I was talking to him, and I said, listen, I, I don't want to just do what everybody thinks we should do. I don't want to just do what the next good, the next wave, the next trend is. I want to hear from the Lord, and I want to do what he says. Amen. So David's tabernacle had no veil. It was a picture of the New Testament. David was a forerunner. Traditions didn't limit him. Glory to God. He stepped into a position of faith in the time of ritual and law and expressed true faith in worship. Listen, he revealed a pattern and power of praise and worship that we're just starting to tap into now. David did this. You know why? Let me tell you, because he was a praiser. He was a picture of, Mah- Let me. am I going to say this right? Michaelza, you guys going to help me? Michaelza, Brother M. Michaelsedic priesthood, where David was king and priest. You see that in Revelations 1 6 that says that you are both what? A king and a priest. Hello? 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 Listen, let me say it like this. David was before his time. I was in my car praying and thinking about this message. And the Lord said to me, he said, Malik, David was ahead of his time. I want to tell you that God is raising up a people that are ahead of your time. You're ahead of your time. I hope you're getting this right now. David was, his praise, because he was a praiser, because he had this intimate relationship with the Lord, he was able to activate a realm and a dimension that many don't walk into. He was able to walk into the future now. I don't think you heard me. David was able to access things that weren't yet ready until Jesus came on the scene because he was a praiser, because he was a worshiper, because he walked in intimacy with God. Amen. He was able to step into the future now. I wish I had about five people that would step into their future now. I wish I had about ten people that would access what God has for them in the future now. What did Jesus say? He said, woman, my time has not yet come. And what did Mary do? She accessed the future now. She said, whatever he does, tell him. She was by faith. She reached into what should be and brought it to right now. I see you up there. Take it. Yeah, y'all getting it. Take it. Take it. I take my future now. Come on. I'm not telling you there's shortcuts. I'm telling you there's acceleration. (laughs) I don't believe there's shortcuts in the glory. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. But when you access the door, you're able to step in. Amen. And there's an acceleration that God is bringing in our lives as we praise. Can we just take a five-second praise right now and just say praise the Lord? And let's start to access our future right now. Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. We activate. We activate the angels in this air. We praise you, Jesus. We lift you up, Jesus. Glory to God. 
David was before his time, David was futuristic. That's what the Lord said to me. He was futuristic. He got a picture of what should be, the way it should be, and brought it into the now. I want to tell you that your praise is futuristic. Somebody needs to catch that. Your praise is futuristic. Come on. Come on. You're before your time. Come on, we praise before our time. It might not look like it around us, but we're praising before our time. People say, look at these crazy people praising. And they, and they, you know, people say, why? Where's your God? Look at you walking through this. You walk, but I'm praising because my praise is futuristic. My praise is far. Come on, come on, come on. My praise is out there. My praise is out there. Glory to God. If I was a dancer, man, I'm telling you what. Can I get Katie come up here just wave a flag for a couple seconds? <laughs> Listen, David was before his time. His, he was futuristic. You're futuristic. Your praise is futuristic. First Chronicles 20 says this. Early in the morning, they left the desert of Tekoa. As they set out, Jehoshaphat stood. Listen, Jehoshaphat was coming. You guys know the story. All these armies were coming against him. And the word of the Lord, the prophetic word, rose up and said, no, you're not going to have to fight this battle. Just stand there. You're going to see the salvation of the Lord, all that good stuff. But while he was going out, Jehoshaphat, it wasn't the Lord saying, send out your praises. Jehoshaphat got a revelation. My praise is futuristic. If God says, I already got the battle won. If God said, this thing is already done. I'm going to send out the praises first. I'm going to let the praises go first because I'm just going to walk into my victory. I'm just going to walk into my calling. I'm just going to walk into my, I'm going to praise first. Somebody say glory to God. He said, after consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness. As they went out at the head of the army saying, give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever. Can somebody just say that with me? Give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever say it again give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever come on say it again like you believe it give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever and they said as they began to sing and praise the Lord set ambushes against the men of Amnon and Moab and Mount Seir who were invading Judah and they were defeated the Ammonites the Moabites rose up against the men from Mount Seir to destroy and annihilate them after they finished slaughtering the men from Seir they helped to destroy one another do you see what just happened praise the Lord hallelujah you get up early in the morning you, you got the bills all coming against you. You put all those bills on the table. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. I just give you praise. I praise you. I praise you that this victory, this, I'm telling you, supernatural debt cancellation happens as we begin to praise him. Just begin to praise him. Access your future. Access your future now in Jesus' name. I hope you guys are. You guys getting this? What am I trying to say? Send Judah first. Amen. Come on, stand up, Judah. I believe that. When I was praying for this, I said, man, you being here is a prophetic sign of the message that God has given. What does Judah mean? Judah means the praise of the Lord. Somebody say, send Judah first. Okay, I'm not going to embarrass you. You can go ahead. <laughs> Listen, Judges 1 to 1 to 2. After the death of Joshua. Listen, many times we will have things die in our life. 
Many times we'll have dreams that would seem to be dead. Many times we will not know which way to go. We can't even find the leader. Many times we are operating under these old paradigms that I was talking about earlier. And we're wondering what in the world do we do? But after the death of Joshua, it came to pass that the children of Israel asked the Lord, saying, Who shall go up for us against the Canaanites first to fight against them? And the Lord said, Judah shall go first against them. And the Lord said, Judah shall go up. Behold, I have delivered the land into his hand. There's a prophetic word for you, and it's a prophetic word for our body. He has delivered this land into our hands. Somebody needs to go ahead and take it. By faith, just take it and keep praising him. Keep praying. How many feel like something's happening inside of you right now? How many feel like there's an expectation inside of you right now? We're going to plow through this a little bit longer. You guys okay? Give the Lord a shout. God wants to get the glory, so your praise must go up. Before the day starts, you need to send Judah first. Come on. Before you make that call, send Judah first. Before you make that business transaction, send Judah first. Come on, somebody. Before you walk into that office, send Judah first. Before you go ahead and talk to your enemy, send Judah first. Two people got that over here. I felt the glory just hit over here. I don't know if y'all got it over here yet. Somebody say, I'm sending Judah first. Amos 9, 12 says that they may possess the remnant of Edom. Edom was, uh, you know, Esau and you had, uh, who was it, Jacob, and they were twin brothers, and you know there was beef, and then, uh, you know, um, and then basically Edom came out of Esau, and they actually helped to destroy, you know, Jerusalem. You know the whole story. You can read it in Obadiah. But what I'm telling you now is that God is saying, I'm, as you begin to praise, you're going to begin to possess the land that the enemy, even ancient enemies, had tried to possess. Amen? I'm telling you the spirit of masonry and all those things that are operating in our region, all those ancient demons and devils are coming down as we begin to praise the Lord. This is not a light thing. I'm not playing around. Listen, I heard Dutch Sheet say, he said, if we just come to church and sing songs and talk about, you know, good things, we're not the church. We're just a good meeting. But when we come together as the church, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst, and we begin to legislate the heavens. We begin to legislate. We begin to say, not in my region, devil. Not in my region. We're two or three are gathered together there the gut the just judge the king of glory is there in the midst and he's coming down with his gavel Woo! can you hear the gavel coming down 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 and can you hear the gavel coming down can you hear the gavel coming down can you hear the gavel coming down? Yeah. Can you hear the gavel coming down? Whoa. Can you hear the gavel coming down? Can you hear the gavel coming down? So listen to this. Praise to possess. Somebody say, I'm going to praise to possess. The tabernacle of David is not being restored so we can just write new nice songs. It's not for the purpose of just having good albums. It's not just for going viral on the internet. It's not just so that we can fill up prayer uh, sets and, and put, you know, it's not just for those things. No, the tabernacle of David is being restored so that uh, we can possess. Amen. And that's why I wish to God that all of us would have homes of prayer and houses of prayer. That we wouldn't just be limited to a, a one person or we wouldn't just be limited to what the church does. But I do believe the Lord is saying there's going to be spontaneous prayer. 
Amen. Somebody going to get up in the middle of the night. God's going to give you a prophetic word and you're going to take an Uber or whatever you can to the Capitol. You're going to take it to the monument. You're going to go by Abraham Lincoln and you're saying, God, what he said, I'm saying. You're going to go by Dr. Martin Luther King and you say, Lord, whatever he said, I'm saying. I'm declaring it. Hello? Possess. Somebody say possess. Listen, possessing the Hebrew word is yaresh. Somebody say yaresh. It means to occupy by driving out previous tenants. Come on. Come on. Get them out. Get them out. You got to get out of my house. You got to get in my, out of my regions. You don't belong here. Come on. And I got some people angry. I mean, come on. Get out. Get out. Get out. Somebody to tell the devil, get out. Y'all trying to TED talk the devil. You need to tell him, get out. Y'all trying to psychoanalyze the devil. Tell him, get out. Come on, somebody. Drive him out. He doesn't belong here. This is my land. This is my land. Everywhere the foot of my soul touch, God has given me the land. This is my land. <laughs> you know, back in the day when you walk past people, remember that? You walk past somebody like, I'm walking up to the devil like, this is my land. This is my set. This is my crew. This is my family. This is my church. This is our region. Springfield is mine. Alexandria is mine. The D.C. is mine. Come on, it's mine. You got to go. You can't stay here no more. I'm serving you eviction right now. You got to go. My praise is a weapon. You don't want me to use my nuclear bomb. <laughs> my praise is a weapon. Okay, let me stop right there. Psalms 8-2, I'm almost done here. From the lips of children, we already did that. And infants, you have ordained praise on account of your adversaries to silence the enemy and the avenger. Prophetic praise is one of the greatest weapons of spiritual warfare. Praise in the mouth of God's people steals the avenger. Praise is an offensive weapon designed by God against his enemies. 2 Corinthians 10-4 says what? For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God for what? The pulling down. Somebody say, pulling down. Come on, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal that's why we got to use spiritual warfare amen and that's what praise is a spiritual warfare it doesn't make sense to the natural man but i want to tell you it's a the it's a <laughs> pull it down Woo-wee! pull it down every stronghold for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty mighty somebody say mighty your praise is mighty god assigns tremendous value and power to prophetic praise that we operate in the power of praise. <clears throat> I'm going to close here. Listen to this. Psalms 149, 6 through 9. I'm lying. I'm not closing just yet. Almost. See, I'm under conviction already. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand to execute vengeance upon the heathen. You guys can read that later. But Psalms 149 declares that we as the body of Christ are called to sing high praises, to get into the high places and declare high. I remember the Lord told me one time, he said, Malik, I want you to go to the high places of D.C. We had just moved back from Germany. I didn't know anything. I'm not a history buff. I don't read books, uh, some of them, but not like the history books. And so I remember while I was uh, going into the city, the Lord said, I want 
want you to go to the monument, George Washington Monument. I did not know that that was the highest place in D.C. And so as I went there, they had closed the line. But the guy looked at me and said, you want to go up? I said, I want to go all the way up. And so we went in there, and I went up there, and I prophesied over the north, the south, the east, and the west. I want to tell you that God is bringing his people up to the high places. Amen. God's calling some of y'all to stand on top of your roof. Some of y'all about to get crazy. Now, don't fall off, but we'll pray for you if you do, and you get saved and delivered and all that stuff. But God is calling us to go to the high places in, in the realms of our community, to go to high places. Amen. Many times before church, I'll go to the high places. I'll go to the parking lot. I'll go all the way to the top deck, and I declare from the high place that Jesus is Lord over the Springfield Town Center. So the church has been called to bring forth the judgment already written against the powers of darkness. With high praise in our mouth, we have a two-edged sword, truth and praise, to execute judgment on principalities, powers, the darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. Just like our own judicial system pronounces verbal and written judgments against the guilty, this judgment has no power unless there are those willing to enforce and execute it. Oh, you know, Jesus saved me from the demons and the devils, and I don't have to do I just need is Jesus. No, Jesus saved you so you can take authority and you can make his enemies your footstool. He can tell you make his enemies his footstool. Oh, Pastor, you talk a lot about breakthrough and war. That's where we're in. You got recruited into an army. I just want love. I just want a family. Yeah, you got a family. You got love to get you strong, so you go out in war. God want to heal you, set you free, deliver you what? So you can go out there and war. Because until our region looks like Jesus, I'm not giving up. Until my family looks like Jesus, I'm not going to stop praising. I'm not going to stop worshiping. I'm not going to stop shakarabasete. I'm not going to start ca- stop casting out devils. I just can't stop. <laughs> I thought y'all was going there. Okay, so this is what we're going to have to do. I'm going to have to stop. Because I wanted to get to a certain point. This is what we're going to do, and then we're going to activate you. Somebody say activate. Activate. It's good that we're getting the kids, so they're going to be in here with us. The Lord spoke to me that we're coming to a season of halal. He said that we're coming into a season of praise. We're coming into a season of high praise at Relentless. And I believe that it's for the body, but I'm going to say it for us. That God is bringing us into a season of praise. And so when you talk about halal, in the Psalms 113 to 118, uh, the Jewish people, they, what they do is they sing these psalms. And what is a reminder of is how God delivered uh, Israel out of Egypt, how God brought them out of Egypt. And that was actually one of the first places where that word hallelujah is actually seen, sing praise unto the Lord. It was actually seen in Exodus chapter 15. And what the Lord said to me is that as we begin to praise God, that we're going to come into a time of transition. I do believe that our building is coming. I do believe that God has the thing for us that we as a body are going to come into a time of transition but not only as a a church mobile uh, but we're also individually going to be transitioning somebody say transitioning and God's going to move you from one place of one part of the city to another part of the city listen to me God's going to do unusual things I'm not saying God's going to tell you to leave the church but if he does we'll bless you and we'll send you out but what I do feel like God is saying I'm going to do unusual moves in this season why because the Lord says that I'm bringing you from transition into evolution so the Lord said that you're going to become something that you weren't before, that you're going to become something different and what you used to be and how you used to walk and how you used to pray and how you used to do whatever. God said in this time of transition and praise that you're going to become that, like that butterfly goes from being what the worm until the, the beautiful butterfly. I can't go back. Somebody said I can't go back. 
a metamorphosis. And then God said, in that place of metamorphosis, I'm going to bring you into a great time of growth and increase in abundance. Somebody receive that? Somebody just go ahead and take that. You're going to come into your time of abundance, but it starts with praise. And praise is going to bring you into transition. Israel can no longer operate like slaves. Once they came out, they had to operate in a different spirit. And matter of fact, God let everyone that wasn't uh, willing to come along to die. I'm not saying nobody here is going to die, but what I'm saying is keep up. Keep up with what God is doing in this house. Keep up with what God is doing in the spirit. Don't let one day go by where you're not praising and worshiping the Lord. So what we're going to do is, I believe that we should do this as a church. From this Monday, we're going to try to send out an email. From this Monday, starting at midnight, starting at midnight. So that's that's tomorrow at midnight. We're going to have continual praise and intercession for seven days. Continual praise and intercession for seven days. So what that's going to look like is there's a sign-up sheet outside. And if I just want you to pray, ask the Lord, God, what I want you to pray for an hour. I want you to come in an hour a day. Some of you have routines. Some of you have schedules. Maybe God wants to break up some of those schedules. But many of us here have certain routines and schedules. Find the time or make the time that you can start to pray and intercede. And I'm going to teach you a little bit of what that looks like for five minutes, and then we're going to, we're going to go. But God says, I felt like the Lord said from Monday, starting at midnight, continual praise and intercession for seven days. And then do we have that up there? Okay, I thought it was. All right. So then commit to one hour a day. All right. Somebody say one hour. And then there will be a sign up sheet. I said that at the connect table. And then and then play praise and worship in your home 24 seven. Just find a room, find a radio, find something, even if it's old, find something that you can play continual worship all day long. And let it play in your house for the next seven days. Can we do that? Okay. So the, bo- the Bible says this, and I'm going to end right here. I need everybody to stand up on your feet. What was that second song, uh, the one that you sang, I was made for, I was made for? Can we just start to play that? Amen. You guys okay? Somebody say praise the Lord. I taught our prophetic team that when I do this, when I say praise the Lord or talk to your neighbor, that means I'm not ready yet. So keep going. Keep going. Somebody tell somebody I'm glad you're here. (laughs) I'm glad you're here. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Let me pull this up. It's important that I say this like this. All right. Somebody say praise the Lord. So I want to activate you real quick because many times we do things, but we don't know why we're doing them or what we're doing. So we want to give some language. It's going to take five minutes. We're going to activate you. We're going to release this. And then I want you to do this. And now listen, uh, for the leaders and those who are on the prayer call on Wednesday, that prayer call is going to look like praise. So more praise, get revelation, and then declare what the Lord is saying. Declare the word of the Lord. So here we go. So spiritual praise weapons. Psalms 149, 6-9 says this. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth, a two-edged sword in their hand. You guys know that. So praise is a spiritual force, right? That God God has ordained his church to bring vengeance upon the enemies. So, um, so here we go. Psalms 47, 1 through 3, it says, oh, clap your hands. Can we just clap our hands to the Lord? Come on. Oh, clap your hands, all you people. Come on. Let's just clap our hands. Amen. Clap your hands to the Lord. Amen. 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 Come on. Clap your hands. Hallelujah. 
Okay, okay, okay. Good, 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 good. Now, I'm going to give you some revelation. I'm going to give you some, something here. It clap in the Hebrew means taga. It means to slap. Somebody say, I'm about to slap the devil. It means to strike. It means to drive a nail. It means the aggressive, a demonstration of praise warfare. The violent take it by force. It strikes the enemy, driving a nail into its strategies. It brings derision, disgrace, embarrassment, confusion, and humiliation to evil spirits. Now, somebody, clap your hands. Amen? Come on, clap with that revelation. Clap with that revelation today. Come on, clap with that revelation today. Come on, come on, come on. No, don't don't do a don't do a good clap. Do it now. Do an aggressive clap. Come on, do an off-timing clap. Just confuse the devil. Glory to God. Glory to God. Come on, come on. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Stop playing. Stop playing. No playing. No music, no drums. No drums. Wait, wait, wait. Who? Pad off. Now clap your hands right now. You got to feel this thing. Because you won't always have the worship team around you. Amen. You won't have people around you to prod you. Come on. All right. The next one we're going to work out here is with a shout. Somebody give the Lord a shout. All right. Okay, okay. So that was good if it was for the Toronto Raptors, right? Okay, that's good. (laughs) Nobody knows who that is. That's okay. The word shout means ruah. Somebody say ruah. They were going to Wakanda. Ruah. 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 Okay. It's the Hebrew word for shout. It means to split the ears with the sound or to mar, especially by breaking. So God arises with the shouts of his people. There is a splitting of the ears of the demonic forces, creating confusion in their camps. Here's some examples. Psalms 47, verse 5. God has gone up with a shout, and the Lord with the sound of a trumpet. Psalm 68, 1 through 4. Let God arise and all his enemies be scattered. Let them also hate him, flee before him. And then we see in Joshua 6, when they were in obedience, they shouted, and the walls came down. Do I have anybody that would lift up their voice in a shout right now? Let's split the ears of the enemy. Jesus! 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 With the sound of a trumpet. Okay. Glory, glory, glory. Now, last one. Praise him with dancing. By dancing, we are treading down demonic forces. Come on, pick up your feet right now as we talk. So we see that tambourines and harps and these things. I wish we had some more people. People got annoyed at the mother who had that one tambourine in the church. But I wish we had more tambourines. Just don't do it by the mic, okay? (laughs) I'm telling you, dancing before the Lord is used as a full expression of praise to God. Uh, So there's even a manifestation of a militant spiritual force to destroy the works of the enemy. Praises. Ah, pleasing to God, invite God's presence. Amen. So when you dance, it's pleasing to God. Do I have anybody that just dance? Maybe your dance look a hop. Maybe your dance looks like whatever. I don't know. I like I like uh, Matthew's dance the best. Amen. I think he has the best dance in church. I don't know. We need to have a dance off. But somebody just dance to the Lord. You might look foolish. You like look. But listen, I want to do what the word say. Amen. And if you want to get what the word says, you can have. You got to do what the word says. Amen. I'm going to dance before the Lord. Glory to God. God. Come on, I'm just seeing them spirits just going, ah! For, listen to this, Isaiah 30, 
Oh, 31 to 32. For the voice of the Lord shall the Assyrian be beaten down, which smote with the rod. And in every place where the ground staff shall pass, which the Lord shall lay upon them, it shall be with the tamperets and the harps. That means they were dancing. And in battles of shaking, will he fight with it? Now, listen, I'm going to end with this. Praise him with musical instruments. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, finally. Hold on, hold on. That was good. Come on. Let me get a little flute. Come on. As musicians minister to the Lord and lead people in worship, the Lord uses their fingers to fight and their hands as instruments of warfare. And it came to pass that when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul, that David took a harp and he played it with his hand. So Saul was refreshed and was well, and the evil spirit departed from him. Last thing I want to say here is that praise unleashes prophetic um, warfare. Praise releases uh, the prophetic word and warfare. Praise stirs up the zeal of Jesus. And uh, when we praise, the Lord arises as a mighty man of war. The Bible says, sing unto the Lord with a new song, his praise from the end of the earth. You that go down to the sea and all that is therein, the isles and the inhabitants thereof. Let the wilderness and the cities lift up their what? Voice. The villages of Kadar uh, do of inhabit. Let the inhabitants of the rocks sing. Let them shout from the top of mountains. Let them give glory unto the Lord and declare his praise in the islands. And then what does it say? The Lord shall go forth as a mighty man. He shall stir up jealousy like a man of war. He shall cry, yea, what you say today? Roar. So not only is he going to cry, but he's also going to roar and he will prevail against his enemies. So with all this revelation coming together, let's put it all together and for two to three minutes, let's clap, let's sing, let's shout let's dance knowing that while we're doing this that we're possessing and taking the land and we're doing war with the enemy and God is arising and he's releasing his warring angels and there's going to be breakthroughs all over this house in Jesus name you guys ready for that come on just play just play come on just play just play the sound come on come on come on come on to the Relentless DC podcast. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. For more information about Relentless DC, go to www.relentlessdc.com or facebook.com forward slash Relentless DC.